hey, go to YouTube and watch this fun little YouTube tutorial on how to adjust your curves in Maya or something. What? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> so, so wait, wait, wait. So you mean to tell me an accredited university says, Illustrations 101, go watch a YouTube video? There was a lot of YouTubing. I'm gonna get my money back. Oh no, they're just there for a paycheck, dude. They're, they're just like, hey, you know, I'll see you. Next week, next year, That's a next fact. semester. But I think it's important to take baby steps. You can't just jump into something, especially something complicated like Blender that has a billion different buttons that all do different things. That's, that's, oh, that's wow. one department, freaking. Wow. When we went to our bachelor's degree, our school didn't teach us crap. Welcome to another episode of the Half Step to Life podcast. My name is Ido. My name is Outthought. And I'm Tara. Just got back from doing horse chores. <laughs> she did. It's Tara. She's going to do it. She's like, listen, if you tell me about I got to introduce my horse, I'm introducing my horse. I'm doing what she told me. Oh, no, but welcome to another episode of the Half Step to Life podcast where we teach y'all. We teach creatives how to be entrepreneurs because we know y'all need your money. Okay. Yes. And if not, we're gonna get the bottom. Okay. Or to the to the to the top of it, because some guys, some of you guys, you know, like you you need it from the from the very beginning all the way down to the bottom. We're just gonna call the mom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're just gonna call what? the mom. The mom. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, welcome to another episode. Uh, if you like our content, please make sure to like, comment, and subscribe to any platform that you're currently on, whether it be a streaming platform, whether you're Google Podcasts, your Apple Podcasts, everywhere where you get podcasts. If you don't, you're rude. If you don't, you're really rude, and I don't know what to tell you. We're not inviting you to brunch. Definitely Never. not. Not but with the plate yeah. guy. Not with the play. <laughs> the play like, oh man. Uh, but if if you don't want a podcast, because I know these podcasts can get long and long winded anyway. But you could also check out our shorter content, which is on TikTok, on Instagram Reels, on YouTube Shorts for all that stuff. And if you don't think that's oh, enough Tara. value, what? Oh, Terrence. Oh, you're, yeah, yeah. Your your caller. Your caller. Yeah, it's kind of. Oh, yeah, there yeah, you go. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's happening? Uh, and then um, if you if you don't think that's enough value, make sure to go to www.halfsteptolife.com. Sorry, www.halfsteptolife.com under the services tab so you can check out our consultations where we can help you with any creative venture or entrepreneurial venture within your creative journey. And if uh, you want to send us a DM, send us a DM on all of our platforms. We're literally on everything. Or you can send us an email at info at halfstepthelife.com and we can get started with whatever it is that you need or that want to mention to us. So having that said, I'm going to pass it off to my business partner and we'll get started. All righty. All righty. So today we have a very special guest, one of my good friends. Um, Tara Lenning is on the podcast today. Um, uh, I'm going to go ahead and drop your Insta just so people know. It's at Tara Lenning, and it's like that's all of it. It's T A R A L E H N I N G. Is that that's right, right? Yeah, that's right. Thank Put you. I appreciate it. Correctly, I wanted to make sure that <laughs> we do here on the House of Life podcast. We check the spelling of last name. Yes. All right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we were the very interesting, like a very like a special creative to me just because um you do a lot of stuff like so much stuff um we did a little bit of sleuthing well um i did a little bit of sleuthing on this one um and we found a couple of things out and so you can correct me if i'm wrong on any of this stuff um but um tara is a creative capture artist 
Um, and we'll talk a little bit about that a little bit more later. Um, newly into graphic design, motion graphics, right? Okay, cool. Yes. Um, dabbles in graphics, like with, within marketing. Um, she did some stuff for my business. She's also gonna do some stuff for our business, uh, me, and, me and Ido's business. So definitely hit her up for some of that stuff. Um, she does a great job with graphics and logos and she has a great package too. So yeah, just do that. Um, big into illustration and concept art, which is um, some stuff that I saw on your um, your art station platform, which is super dope, which we're going to talk about that. Too. <laughs> I've never seen an art station before. And I was like, what is this? And I started like looking around. I was like, obviously like Tara's stuff is great because Tara's just amazing. But like looking at the platform is really, really dope. Um, I didn't know you did some stuff on Etsy. I saw some of that too. Um, and then like, obviously like your portrait photographer, obviously like we met at Katie. So like know that already, um, which is like a, a, a photography, photography, um, studio for those of you guys that don't know that. Correct. And then also, but I also saw some nature photography yes. on your Instagram too, which landscape. Was, was, yeah, some super dope landscape photography, which I was like, Thank whoa, you. I was like, what's <laughs> up? Like, like, it's not just cause I know, um, I know some other people do it, but I was like, holy crap. Like I had no idea you did that. And then on top of that, what we've been talking about, what we talked about earlier was just the fact that you in some way, shape or form have duties to perform for a horse that you may or may not own. <laughs> um, very, very like dancing around all of that. Um, but yeah, so just does a lot of stuff, guys. Like absolutely, absolutely an incredible creative. Um, but the first thing I wanted to talk about today is I want to ask you, what is a creative capture artist? Like what, what exactly is that? Um, do you mean concept artists? I might have misspelled that when we talked. Oh, okay. okay. Creative concept. That's <laughs> even yes, yes. I think I might have I might have put that down wrong. It, it it's happened before. But creative concept artists then? Mm -hmm. Awesome. Okay, so well, what is that? I still don't know what that is. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I have a creative concept. I feel dumb. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, it's basically just being the middleman between whoever comes up with the concept, you know, writers, people who write scripts and stuff, and then um you create the concept. Kind of like if somebody has a specific creature design that they have in mind, but they don't know entirely how to put that down on paper. That's mainly what I do. I'm a creature concept artist oh. or a uh, concept artist can also do props, buildings, landscapes, architecture, all sorts of stuff. That's really cool. It sounds like you're like the middleman for like Netflix shows, essentially, because they have like a whole I'm serious <laughs> because like a friend of mine uh, in Miami, he's 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 uh, I, I wouldn't know if he would ca call himself like a concept artist or mm -hmm. anything like that. But he does a lot of videography work and filmmaking and mm -hmm. but he doesn't really do the filmmaking side anymore. It's more so like he just sits there and he's just like, all right, what other shows can we make in Miami that are really cool and, and we can put it on Netflix? How much money can we use? Let's take these. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's that's interesting. That's really interesting. Yeah, it's it's dope. And then another thing that I was gonna say to you, like another thing I was gonna ask you too, is like with your with your graphic design and like motion graphics, how did you get into that? And like two, like how did you get so good so fast at like graphics and marketing because I know I know you're saying that like as far as graphics and marketing you've done like you're doing some stuff in it but like you're new into graphic design and like you did a great graphic for me which I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna shout that out I'm gonna put all your information under this video so you can see some of the description but like how'd you do it how'd you get into it what made you get into it and like how'd you get so good so fast <laughs> <laughs> well mainly I got into it in college I majored in experimental animation we didn't go into graphic design too much. We had a graphic design class and a motion design class. And motion design is very um, connected with animation. 
I enjoyed doing that a lot with After Effects. And then once I graduated, I wasn't really getting any concept artwork. Again, I like I don't really know how to market myself. I do make marketing material for other companies who know how to market themselves. <laughs> Um, but I would, I would walk around grocery stores and look at like the little illustrations of bees they have on, on honey jars and stuff. And I'd be like, I would love to see my art in a grocery store like that. So I just decided to start studying graphic design, you know, look at my fellow creators who are really good at it. My peers who had gotten jobs in graphic design and they really helped me along the way. That's what's That's up. awesome. That's super dope. I mean, the, just to say, like, from what I'm hearing, it sounds like it's a lot of initiative that you had to take, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of self-learning, right? Which is amazing. We, we promote that all the time. And then just like tertiary forms of education outside of like the traditional, like, you know, bachelor's degree or something, which is beautiful. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, uh, out between Althon and I, I took a digital marketing and e-commerce uh, course via Google. I know that was amazing. He's currently taking a social media market course or has finished it at this point by the time this episode comes out. And it, it's just it's just interesting, like the, the world of education, what you can learn and go out and, like, mm -hmm. and do all these different things. And just like that's 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 really impressive. Really, very impressive. For sure. I think it's really important to seek criticism from peers who are in that field as well, because you can't really improve if you don't know what's wrong with it. That's a fact, especially getting into something new. And um, that's and that's something that we we talked about a bit as well. Like mm. we have an episode on like rejection and and um like like in general, just kind of understanding uh, how to really get better. And a lot of times, you know, failure is a good thing, or like yes. not necessarily like the word failure, but like. <laughs> You know you doing something and, and it not being the best because then you can get better from there like if you get if you get criticism you can't really get better if nobody says or he's like oh yeah that's that's perfect just keep on going you're great, <laughs> you're great son you're you're great you're just amazing like that's not gonna help you really like in the long run you're, you're just gonna be yeah. stagnant um but the next thing i want to ask you about is um etsy so i know you said you did some work on etsy like what was it that you were selling on that platform and how did you get started with that well, I was doing commissions through Twitter and I noticed I wasn't really getting any traction from that. So I decided to go with a platform that specifically I knew people would be like looking to buy something on. So I went with Etsy because they actually, they have ads, they don't make you pay for it and they can put your product in the ads so that you get more attention. Um, and I noticed pretty much immediately after I started using Etsy, I started getting way more commissions. Like I went from maybe one or two people seeking me out like every six months to now I would get like in my busiest months, maybe 10 a month. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's an upwards of a lot of that's, that's um like a hundred percent or more. Like that's crazy. <laughs> I'm going to sound dumb on this podcast when it comes out and be like, Oh my God, that's, that's, that's just <laughs> but it's even still like, that's insane. Yeah. Um, but yeah, get on Etsy. Okay. On Etsy. You learned something new today. Get on freaking Etsy. Get on freaking Etsy. So with Etsy, um, what do you sell is, do you specifically sell, I mean, obviously you have a service that you sell, but do you sell that service for like different types of different pieces of material? So like, if you're doing graphic design for a business, would you do like, oh, like I'm going to do some stuff for merch or I'm going to do some stuff for, um, like signs and branding that I can, that I can sell as well. Okay. Fine. Um, well, I have my listing for illustration, but people come to me with all sorts of stuff. Like graphic design isn't really an illustration thing, but people come to me with that and I'll quote them a different price. The price on my listing is 150. It used to be 70, 
which was if I take into account materials and hours worked, not even minimum wage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <That's laughs> yeah, for myself. Right. No, I, I raised it to, uh, sorry, I raised it to 150 for actually one customer. And then I forgot to change it back. People just kept coming to me for 150. So I just decided to leave it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. And, and one, well, I would say one of the most tricky things about really um, getting into an industry, especially like as a small business, is that companies are extremely competitive, which means if like, if you're not sleuthing, you're not going to find their prices. And if you can't be competitive with your price point, it's really hard mm -hmm. to know, like, if you're lowballing or not. And I mean, you know, if we're talking about industries, if we're talking about like any industry, really like hotel industry, if we're talking about the photography industry, if we're, even if we're talking about like, like the music, in, like, like making money, like playing music, mm. like people aren't talking about how much, you know, certain things are priced at. So yeah, dude. do your sleuthing, look around, you know, if you're creative, because um, otherwise you're going to be lowballing. I'm telling you, you will lowball yourself. Everybody I would say, gets it. I would say like eight times out of 10, like most yeah. creators like kind of undermine their, their skills and whatnot and how businesses can utilize them, you know? Oh, for Cause sure. It, Cause at the end of the day, it's just like providing value. And if you're the person that provides the most value within a specific skill within your specific environment, it's just like, it doesn't matter if you're in like missionary Utah, like, you know, <laughs> you're, you're out here, like, you know, doing the thing and the business is going to be like, wow, this tarot girl man, with a horse, and she takes landscape photography, and yeah. she does all these other things. Man, I gotta hire. I gotta hire. That's a fact. That's a fact. And and Tara's work is insane as well. Like, like Thank I you. remember, um, just like a little side tangent, um, Tara came to one of the one of the trivia nights that I've hosted in the past. And like, I just remember <laughs> like on the back of her trivia cards, getting the back, and like, they're just these insane like pictures that she's drawn, like oh. throughout the route. That's super, that's super awesome. And I'm like, what the heck? How did she have the time to draw this? Like, even in the shorter ones, like, they're like 15 or 20 minute round. I just get this crazy drawing on the back of it. I was like, what? That's crazy. See, Absolutely I, insane. I can't draw anything. I just draw stick figures. And that's <laughs> the lengths of mine. Not the, the cooking. This is why you contact. This is why you get somebody like Tara. Because I can't do it. I can't do it myself. I can't do that. I can't do that. So recently, so earlier you were talking about illustration. And I know illustration and, and concept art are like, that. obviously that's what you do. You, you said that earlier. Mm -hmm. um, what got you into illustration? I know there's some stuff from like children's books that you've done on your art station, which um, that stuff is on um, her Instagram as well. If you want to look that stuff up just to see like her work, mm -hmm. incredible work. But how did you get into illustration? Like do it, cause I'm, I'm assuming you've done it for a couple of like different books and stuff like that, or you've done it just in general. How did you get into that? Um, like from the beginning and like, how do you feel about it now? Oh, from the beginning. Well, yeah, no, no, yeah. <laughs> I probably got into illustration when I was five. Oh, what? Oh, oh yeah. Tell well, us I've, more. Always, I've always wanted to draw. Um, my mom noticed from the beginning that I was always like really drowned, you know, just doodling with crayons and stuff. So she would print out art tutorials. Like, here's how you draw a horse was actually the first one. <laughs> um, you know, you make the two little circles and then you connect them and, you know, it's just been go, go, go from there. I love illustrating. I draw every day. I, I would doodle on my math assignments. Um, it was really just logically the next step to start selling my art when i became good enough to sell art facts facts and then with the with the medium of illustration because you have multiple mediums on here what is it about illustration that really like pops out to you and you're like okay this is what i need to be doing as opposed to maybe um like 
doing like uh, creative console, graphic design work or like motion graphics instead? Like what is it about illustration? Um, I think it's that you can have a lot more almost creative freedom with illustration, like vector art for graphic design, art based on math. It's, <laughs> it's a lot of perfecting something simple. Whereas I just like to do really small details all the time, throw a lot of stuff at the wall, see what sticks, you know, use a bunch of different textured brushes. And I just find that like maximalism within illustration is a lot more interesting to me than minimalism within something like graphic design. Mm, maximalism. I've never heard that one, but yeah. I should have known. Yeah. Great example, Jacob Collier. Oh, facts. Facts. He definitely takes things to the max. Definitely takes things to the max. I guess in the music, in the music vein. Literally intimidating. <laughs> Literally intimidating. <laughs> oh, this is an amazing musician. Um, so, wow. Like the idea that you can just take things to the maximum. So in so you've done a couple of children's books at this point, right? Mm-hmm. Awesome. So how is it like working like on the books? And whenever you're working on like a new project for somebody, what are you thinking about from the beginning? Well, I always make sure I start out with um, character concepts. I read their script. I read any notes they have about, you know, like the vibe that they want for the book, whether they want it to be simple or more anatomically correct, things like that. Um, and then I design characters based on that. I make sure they're okay with the designs. They like them. I make any changes they want. And I try to stick really with one style for the book. And it's just really fun doing a bunch of like sequential drawings of these characters going through these situations. So uh, it's at least from what I, from my understanding, like these are kind of like customized children's books that you make. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's so like, for example, if like if I were to say like, I want you to make a book for for my daughter uh or sleepy time you know what i'm saying like like and, and i want you to draw like a, a, a not an impersonation but a likeness of me and my daughter like that's what you'd be able to do that's killing yeah. that's very killing that's awesome i don't think i've ever heard anything like that i mean i've heard of like children's books and like you know like you know more people getting into representation and stuff like that and whatnot including different characters and whatnot but like i've never heard somebody like else was like oh it's like i could i could definitely do that I could I could definitely cater it towards you and your family. Yeah, like I mean, and it's one thing too. That's I mean, interesting. You know, I don't talk about my art a lot, but I draw a lot of stick figures, and they all look very <laughs> similar. This is my my style. Um, but yeah. <laughs> sorry, but uh, in gen like in general, to to kind of to create a character based off of like a script and like things that you're seeing, it takes a lot of like it takes a lot of creative juices. One thing that we've talked about in general is that you know creativity is a muscle and you have to flex it often. Mm -hmm. um, and if you're not flexing it, it'll show itself up. So how would you say mm -hmm. you flex your like creative muscle, whether it's through like, whether it's through like drawing or not? Oh, I draw every day. I make sure I draw at least an hour a day, whether it be me staying up till 12 because I had a really late shift or anything like that. And you have to make sure you're doing different stuff too. I feel like you kind of have to be a generalist now to mm -hmm. get a job in the field. I see so many job positions that are like, okay, you have to know how to use 3ds Max, you have to know how to use Blender, you have to know how to use Substance Painter, you know, and it's like a 2D position. 
So I try to incorporate different methods into my art. Like recently I made a lighting mock-up in Blender of a drawing of some horses. <laughs> Keeps going back to horses. <laughs> um, so I, I learned how to model. I learned how to rig. I learned how to set lights up and render and all of that just for like a 2D drawing. It really helps to uh, use different processes. That's cool. And and uh, with, with Blender, you said all of it was in Blender, right? Mm-hmm. What is, what kind of, uh, what platform is that? And like, what, how does it work? Um, it's a 3D modeling program. It's free. Okay, cool. Yeah, a lot, a lot um, cheaper than using something like Maya. Oh, okay, okay, cool. And then like with, with setting up lights in the app, like how does that work? Is, is it just like, I don't even know how that would work, setting up lights in and wow, what, what is that? To just like in the program. <laughs> You can tell my music. Kinda. We have like. like... Yeah. So. Well, you can like. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. Just see. So you set up. So you see. So like, are the lights in the program, and then you like you turn them on, or? Oh, that's okay. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> I literally was thinking of somebody like just like a little guy like on the corner off the <laughs> side of the program, just like we got some light now here. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah, you guys got to get on that. If you're if you're into drawing in any way, shape, or form, or you're into like, um, you know, creating art, I, I'd say maybe get on you know different platforms and, and different and different types of media. Um, one question that I had for you on here um, is you pre you participate in a lot of media, like di different types of media, and you use um, you use a lot of different um, like programs. It seems like to do so. I know like one time we were we were working together and you were talking to one of the one of my elites about like their 3D animation, like, cause they were doing 3D animation. I don't know if you remember that, but they were using a couple of different, um, couple of different um, like art um, programs to do it. They were doing 3D animation and I forget exactly what, what the programs are called, but you were talking to them about it and you, got, and you, were, you were saying that you were getting into it as well. Um, but the question is, how do you balance your time um, like in getting better at multiple forms of like creative expression? So like, yeah, like you definitely draw, on like this day, but like when it comes to illustration, how do you get like, how do you spend time in the different platforms and different programs? And then also make sure that um, like all your commissions are done on time and all that stuff, how do you balance it all? Well, I'd say to um, really get a lot of experience in a bunch of different programs, you should try to integrate a bunch of different programs into like one workflow. So, for example, if you want to learn about Blender and Toon Boom and maybe Adobe After Effects, you can, like, start in Blender, create a lighting mock-up, create a model, you know, so that you can, you can draw perspective without having to, like, figure out perspective in a 2D program. Then bring it over to your 2D program, do some work on it in there, you know, finish up your illustration, move it over to Toon Boom, maybe animate something and then move it to Adobe After Effects and use motion graphics to animate some more things instead of doing individual little pro uh, pro projects within those programs. Whoa, that's a good, yeah, honestly, that's a good idea. Like, I feel like we do that in music with like, say we say we need to work on writing, but we also need to work on like playing or like sight reading something. We'll write something out or whatever. And then late, like later on, we'll like, we'll sit down and we'll try and play it. Or if we need to like work on a music software, um, like maybe you'll set up a couple of bars, you know, to read through or to solo through, use a couple of different like, like variant time signatures. And then you learn how to use a platform, but then you also have, you know, a nice little lead sheet. So if you want to, you can use it and look through it. Like, 
just kind of making sure that you're you're utilizing everything that you can. It's very creative. That's that's also a very creative thing to do as well. I wouldn't have thought of that from the very beginning. I thought you just <laughs> hour a day. You sit down. Okay, we're done here. Ugh. Throw your throw your one laptop to the side. Now you have your next <laughs> laptop, and then you're on the other side. And you say doing that. <laughs> I love that visualization though. Just like <laughs> it's done. It's, it's like, done. You you've seen the videos though. You've seen the videos where like like um. Um, like they'll they'll be in one set and then they'll they'll like make a motion and then like it'll oh, yeah. change everything like yeah, yeah, even yeah. their shirts yeah. change. That's even a videography thing. It is it's a like, videography. That's yeah. that's crazy. That's crazy itself too, man. I just go do 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 and, and <laughs> sure that my hosting responsibilities are doing well. Oh, <laughs> so changing veins here, changing veins here. Um, in gen and like in terms of your business sense, I want you to know like you have a very good business sense as somebody that's worked with Tara. Um, it, it was very easy to work with you. Um, you know, you, you gave me a really good product very quickly. Um, so your business sense is good, even as someone that is very detail oriented for your clients. Um, yet you take time to find a client's needs and supply them with a good product consistently. How did you require your business skills and what advice would you give to someone that wants to move forward and start collecting, like to, to start getting paid for like their work? Thank you. Um, I appreciate that. I think I mainly got my business sense from college. I had a lot of professors who taught me how to network and taught me how to market and taught me how to really put everything together in a professional package, you know, well, professional end product, well, or you'd get a bad grade. That's one department. Freaking When we went to high school, oh, not high school, our bachelor's degree, our school didn't teach us crap. This is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got to mark them off. We got we to say they did a good job because uh, we, we definitely have some podcasts on school. That we, <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we have a whole, we have a, like two or three podcast episodes just on, just on jazz school. But that's great. That's honestly, that's insane. And, and one thing I'd say too is that. Um, anybody in school right now, like if you've watched any of our other, you know, podcast episodes, you've seen like our stance on school and stuff like that. But oh, yeah. just like Tara's saying right now, there there are probably schools out there that are doing a lot of good for their students, even if it's on, the, even if you have to ask and it's on the low, it's like, hey, just ask this professor. They know everything. They got a great shot, blah, blah, blah. Like sometimes you got to go and take that extra mile to do it yourself. Otherwise you won't get what you need. So Literally. Definitely, definitely take that upon your um yourself and your professors because some of your professors are just not going to give it. They're busy. oh no, they're just there for a paycheck, dude. They're, they're just like, hey, you know, I'll see you next week, next year. That's a next fact. semester. That's a fact. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, yeah, I totally get it. Like college taught me a lot of soft skills because I had to interact with a lot of people. Not a whole lot of hard skills. I didn't mm -hmm. learn a whole lot about illustration or animation. I think only a couple classes actually taught me something about art and the rest was like hey go to youtube and watch this fun little youtube tutorial on how to like adjust your curves in maya or something what wait 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 <laughs> so, so wait 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 so you mean to tell me uh, uh an accredited university i don't want to put your uh, university on blast so we won't have to say it but good idea <laughs> an accredited university says this is like let's say illustrations 101 illustrations 101 go watch a youtube video there was a lot of youtubing i'm gonna get my money back 
wait, 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 wait. I'm thinking we should start a university. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm starting to think this university <laughs> thing is a great idea. We should start half of the life university. You don't have to teach about soft skills. Some soft say. skills. Other times you don't have to teach about the hard skills. The hard skills. I don't know about the medium skills, but yeah. I think we could pull that off. Maybe I we want, should say. No, I want the hard-boiled skills, okay? Not the over-easy. <laughs> You feel the over me? Over easy skill. Not yeah. the over, not not the over easy. Over yes, over yeah. hard. Wow, this uh, this <laughs> this this. How do you like your eggs? Wow, it's not playing. Literally, literally insane, Before. insane of you. Um, the next thing, like let's let's get very specific. Um, with like one of the posts that I saw on your Instagram because I love this post. So I saw your your puss puss and boots two, um, like like graphic. And I don't even know what to call it, but it was so cool because like, okay, so like, like maybe you can explain it better than me because I feel like I'm going to say something dumb, but how did you put that together? And then how was it like from like, I guess getting the, like the main graphic, like kind of coming up with the concept and then re like do putting that concept on there. That was a really fun one, actually. Um, well, I started out, I made my composition. I. I incorporated some aspects of dynamic symmetry so that it'd be really pleasing to the eye to look at. I made sure nothing important was going to be like where my text was going to go. Um, and then after the illustration was done, I found a DreamWorks poster on Google because I couldn't find like vector versions of the text, you know, the little Puss in Boots 2 or like the little DreamWorks and Universal logos that go at the bottom. And I just took them into my drawing program and erased around the text very carefully. And then just slapped it on the poster. Hey. <laughs> don't look suspicious. <laughs> don't look suspicious. I'm telling don't you. Look yeah. You really got to be careful. Like, even, like, it's crazy how much you have to draw around, too. Like, because you have, even have to do that with, um, like, if you're taking pictures and, you're, like, you're doing stuff on green screen sometimes to draw around because, like, the, the program doesn't always make sure it happens for you like that. Just, just looking at it from like the photography world. Um, but that's super, that, that's insane. And if you have, obviously some of you probably haven't seen it. So you guys need to check out Tara and, and that video and that's on TikTok too, right? Yeah. Awesome, awesome. And do you do, do you do a lot of stuff on TikTok? Cause I didn't get the TikTok. I didn't write that down, you know, write that down. <laughs> yeah, I do. It's the same as my Instagram though. It's just my name. Got it, awesome. So we'll drop that on there too. Make sure you get, you get on on Tara's stuff because Tara does a lot of a lot of great stuff at a high high quality level. You better uh, if even <laughs> if, even if you're like oh you know I'm not really into art. Uh, you probably need art if you're watching this podcast. You probably need art in some way, shape, or form. If you're gonna get your gonna get your business off the ground, so then make sure to hit up Tara before I give her all of the work because I'm gonna give her a lot of work. So me too. Thank you. Looking forward to it. It's gonna be. It's gonna be only you be like, um, I'm actually uh Hassett's life's personal um graphic, graphic designer. designer. <laughs> so unfortunately, like I'm working on a couple books right now. I was like, yeah, I, like, I, I can't really do anything else. Yeah, I'm sorry. They got me doing their whole website and doing markups for like different ads that they're doing and all this stuff. It's just like <laughs> that's more important than your stuff. I'm sorry. Sorry, Tyler Perry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Tyler Perry. Sorry, sorry, Steven Spielberg. Sorry, Steven Spielberg. Can't do it anyway. Mm. <laughs> but the last question I have for you is actually about something that you did, um, like something that I saw in like your highlight reel. You were in, you were a featured artist in uh, the UCF Gar Out Gar uh, look, the UCF Art Galleries Ascendance. So, what was the event? What was what really was the event about? 
And how did it feel like having your art featured in that? That was kind of like our final thesis event for the experimental animation program. Um, that was very a very fun exhibition. A lot of people came to it. It was just big projectors, which would show slideshows of either illustrations or animation. You could really pick what you wanted to put in the show, and I picked illustration. Um, so that was very interesting, getting to meet all my um, online professors in person <laughs> for the first time. Uh, yeah, because they probably get them from wherever. I mean, like, that's that's great. I mean, you probably can't find that many people that do do whatever it is, like, like, oh my gosh i don't even want to think about it it's probably it's making my brain hurt right now it looks so good like <laughs> but like check out that work there too and and what um as far as your concept for that like how did you get started on that project i know like it's like a, it's a final thesis type of thing for you so like how did you get started on that project and what was your what was your mentality going in well i really just used things that i'd done throughout that school year that were unrelated and then i noticed a few gaps in my portfolio that could be filled so I started on some creature concept work because that's really kind of the niche I want to focus on. And I did some of that and I put that in that little slideshow for the thesis um, presentation as well. Speaking of, of uh, creature slideshows, uh, there's also, uh, there's a link on your, cause I did some sleuthing too. Okay. <laughs> I did some sleuthing too. And uh, uh, it seems like you have like an affinity for, for just like cute little, nuggets of, of animals as well like I, I think I remember seeing like dinosaurs like 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 uh, like mock uh, drawings or illustrations of dinosaurs that look like super realistic and and the reason why I'm bringing that up is because like I, I tell out that all the time that I want to get a full sleeve of like a lot of surrealist art and realistic art on on my arm because I love it so when I saw it I was just like dang she got skill for deals talent that's crazy so so uh, so my question for you really is just like if you had to classify uh, your art because you do a lot of things so if you were, if you were to classify your art and under three umbrellas what would it, what would those three umbrellas be? Um, I would say creature concept art, children's okay. book illustration, and graphic design. Nice. Very That's succinct. Sense. We love it. We love it. Very succinct. That is what's up for sure, for sure. Now, the uh, next question I have for you is in terms of photography. So when it comes to photography, what do you like taking pictures of like the most? And from there, like what kind of headspace are you in? Like when you're when you're when you're really in the zone? Oh, I love doing landscapes and I love doing macro stuff. So like little buggies, I love taking pics of little bugs. <laughs> I'm a big bug person. <laughs> um, obviously horses. <laughs> yes, some more horses. Yeah, uh, I just want to, I want to kind of see if I can match some sort of visual style with my photography with like my illustration. I know I have a very specific way of framing things with my illustration. I just want to see if I can match that with my photography. It's hard though. <laughs> it must be, it must be trying to get like the same, the same kind of concept. And then also like drawing the two ideas together. Um, a lot of the work that you're, you're talking about before, you find a way to streamline your process and mm -hmm. make things work like for the best for you. Um, and I think that's super dope, but like sometimes like when you're taking pictures, like I even like, sometimes I have to like sit back and go, man, all right, so I took this picture. Okay, how do I frame this next one? Or like, how do I do this next thing? And then later on, like, is this gonna work in editing? Is everything right? Um, what's your process when you don't, when maybe like you gotta get a picture quick and you're like, ah, uh, like, th like this bug's not gonna be here forever or like this thing's not gonna be here forever. How do you capture it and then just like keep on moving? 
I actually um I I do the the high drive shooting mode and press autofocus and just hope one of them turns out right. I low key I feel that I was on I was on a shoot one time with with Jax actually which we both of our co yeah. um and like oh my gosh I will never forget I turned that thing on we were shooting for gulp and I was like man. I've never shot for golf before. And it was like, yo, just turn the high kick side to be continuous on, get some dirt in there, get some nice, nice picks of them, you know, swinging it, psh, like, like, hopefully get some of the ball in there too. I was like, okay. And that was, that just changed everything. I was like, that was, this is amazing. This is perfect. Um, yeah. Sometimes you gotta use those, gotta use, gotta use the tricks that you've been given. <laughs> mm -hmm. so, I, feel, I feel like I also within, within like a modality of art that you get into really because because uh photography and videography for both of us i feel like has, has was like coming like a long time coming especially with all the stuff that we do now um like for me i'm more like on the video side of things because i love storytelling right uh and just like learning to jump into cinematography like full force um but uh what i wanted to ask you because it's like I mean, you just do a lot of things, you know what I'm saying? So we can literally talk about a lot of different things. So the main thing that I wanted to ask you, or just occurred to me rather, is just kind of like, how do you not only go about learning a new field essentially, because a lot of people, they, they, you know, they talk about, yeah, you know, I've been to photography ever since I stopped doing cooking and whatever, but you never really hear about, it's like why they transitioned unless you like actually sat them down and like asked them a question. So. If there if there's anybody that's like listening right now, one thing that I want to ask you, Tara, is like how do you get into a new modality of art, whether if it's similar or not, and how do you try to do it the most effective way possible? I think it's really important to take baby steps. Well, it's really important to be interested in doing it, first of all. Uh there's definitely be there will definitely be things that like for a day I'll be like, whoa, that looks cool, and then not think about it for the rest of my life, you know. Um, but I think it's important to take baby steps. You can't just jump into something, especially something like for me, complicated, like Blender that has a billion different buttons that all do different things in a billion different keyboard shortcuts. You've got to do it like one step at a time, like learn how to make that little donut from the Blender tutorial first before you try rigging or lighting or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Take your baby steps, man. Baby steps. Mm -hmm. No, I feel that. I feel that for sure. Um, who would you say are your biggest, I guess, like in art, do you have any people that you look up to, like in the art world? You're like, oh, I love their stuff and, and it helps me, like it, it inspires me and moves me forward. And if so, who are those people? Oh, for sure. I actually have a list on my phone. <laughs> oh, um, bring out the list. All bring right, all right. List. All right, I'm bringing out the list. So the first person that really inspires me is Evan Earl. Mm -hmm. uh, he was a background artist for Disney. Nice. He did a lot of, a lot of like really strong, really bold, punchy art. A lot of um, really bold colors, patterns. He's really good at like naturalistic backgrounds. He's like my favorite artist of all time. And um, another one is Mark Maggiore. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but he does, he exclusively paints cowboys. <laughs> but his art is so good. Like he does clouds really well. I just love artists with like a really good sense of color. They really inspire me. Nice. Cool. Excuse me. Sorry. Right. Excuse, sorry, with the technical difficulties in his body, it seems like. <laughs> that's a difficulty? The, that's, that's a difficulty. is a difficulty. That's, I'm still, I'm, I'm, I'm hurt. <laughs> I, I am, I am, I am, I am. 
mortally perplexed, wounded. <laughs> mortally wounded. By the, by the mortally comments. wounded. Um, next question for you. One of, one of the last ones that I have is um, when you go out, obviously, and you're you know you're doing something new or you're trying something new. Um, a lot of times we talk about you know you were just talking about baby steps and, and making sure that you take things a step at a time. For people that are getting into business, um, whether they're unveiling a new product for whatever they're doing or they're um, you know trying to scale upwards and make more money, um, a lot of times it's it's like a it's a different type of learning curve, right? So like if you've ever you know taken something that you've done for years and years and you start selling that, that's fine. But like adding something new in and then like having people pay for it is yep. like a little bit different. Yep. So whenever you were getting into, you know, like, okay, I have this new thing that I'm going to start doing. Maybe it was graphic design and you're like, yo, like, um, I want to get into this, but I don't know what to do. Like as far as charging price point, how did you get past one, the fear of like charging people, um, for your services? And then two, um, like, how did you make sure, I, I know you talked a little bit before about like, you know, the upping, like upping the money, like, how did you make sure, okay, this is going to work for me. Like as far as, as far as my commissions are concerned. Well, for graphic design, I really didn't have a lot of stuff for graphic design in my portfolio, like when you hired me to do something. So I kind of try to charge a little bit less than industry standard, you know, just so that if I do give you a product that you don't like, it's not a huge loss. Like, I don't feel embarrassed about it. But for something like um, illustration, like if you already have a lot of stuff in your portfolio and you're deciding just then to start doing commissions and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I'm good enough. I don't know if people are going to like this. Well, if they look at your portfolio and they decide to pay you for something anyways, they're going to like it. That's fair. That's a fair point. Like making sure. Very that and that's, that's a good thing for people to, to kind of remember too, just like in music, you know, there's an EPK or just like in, um, I don't know, another, like maybe in like what the plate guy does, which is like sell food in general, like he has a bunch of like food porn on his page. So it's, there's, there's food ways prime. that you can. Hmm? Food prime, YouTube picks up that word. Oh, facts, facts, facts. Food, videos, <laughs> right? Um, so in general, it's important to have a portfolio ready to go for a client. And it's important, important to make sure that people can see, you know, what you've done in the past, especially if they don't know you. It's, it's not like you're goldfish or anything. And you can just like put out a bunch of ads. Everybody knows what goldfish look like because they're, they're marketing gurus, but, um, on your homepage or wherever you are, like whatever you're putting out, make sure that you have some stuff up and maybe even start by doing some stuff for like the people you love or your family or just stuff that you really like to do to put up because that's going to be what you want to do anyway. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. I think it was, um, Albert, uh, not Albert, Alex from Albert Rosie. Einstein, Albert, Albert Einstein. Um, <laughs> it was Alex from Ozzy who said like, as far as getting your first five customers, he was saying, he was talking about, uh, you know, like marketing guru, CMO of acquisition.com, multi-million dollar company. Um, and he, and his thing was, he's starting to make content and this, this thing was just like how to get your first clients. And, and his thing was just that like providing free shit, essentially, uh, free, you know, free stuff. And then eventually when you do a really great job and then they, they don't even consider you because that's what usually happens. You do a service for them and this is like a one and done. You go back to them and be like, do you mind, can I do this work for you? I would appreciate it. But this time I have to accept some sort of payment. And then usually more often than not, they'll say yes, because you already did a really great job for them in the first place. And then eventually those people will be your loyal customers because you can just keep providing them value. You know, that's a good idea. Um, their umbrella businesses. 
umbrella of businesses, especially for people like us, like all the three of us that, that do a billion things and we're trying to make like, you know, make ends meet with those billion things. I think that's also the, a lot unsaid about that as well. Cause like multidisciplinary artists is like, it's, it's like trendy, but, but like not a lot of people do it. Have you noticed that? I've noticed that. Yeah. Damn. Goodness. Wait, were you talking, were you talking to Tara? No, I was talking to all of y'all. Oh. Like, have y'all noticed that? Like, it's like, you go on somebody's page and there, it strictly says photographer. You go on somebody's page, it strictly says videographer. Oh yeah, for sure. But now if you get into like multidisciplinary uh, world, uh, you, you'll start to see like, uh, like I, like on my bio, I, I write, I like to create things, you know, cause it's true. Cause yeah. I do a lot of things that involve creation. You know what I'm saying? I, for, for Tara, I can imagine it would be, if you were to put other than the, the, the link that I saw, um, it would be like, I'd love to illustrate things. I'd love to curate things like, like these, these sorts of things, you know? So, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And people jump on the trends too. Like, Oh, like I, I can make your, uh, I don't know. Like I, I can, I can design your desk for you, you know? But then at the same time, they're like, oh, like I can also uh, take pictures of the desk for you uh, after you make it, you know? Uh, See, but that, that's like nonsensical. That doesn't make any sense at all. But it's, like, it's multiple, it's multiple disciplines. You, like, you know you what could, I mean? You know what I mean? Like, it's like, uh, <laughs> I can't build the desk. I can't, I can't imagine somebody just being like, hey, so like I can illustrate you this child, a children's book. I can also babysit your children if you want. <laughs> Like, yeah, that's so weird. Yeah. I mean, if you want the kids to read while you're gone, I I mean, mean, that would be absolutely. I mean, that would be cool. Like, like you know, all of a sudden, it's like the nanny that has her own children books and can write children curated books. That's crazy. The children, it's like your your books. When you read the books, the children shut up. Like they (laughs) they don't they stop they stop talking. (laughs) Like your your use your use of word choice like hits them. Like in the gut. And... It's like, uh it's like she told us to shut up. <laughs> um, from some of the children's um, books that you you've written, were there any with like wacky concepts? Or, I mean, without disclosing any names or anything, or anything yeah. that you were like, oh man, like I really like the concept of this book, and like I don't know, it might have affected the way that you wrote it. I mean, the way that you illustrated, the way you illustrated it. Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> well, I've done two for someone that i don't know that have been published and then i did one for my mom Um, the two yeah they've all been animals thank god i don't know how to draw people (laughs) um the first one was kind of like um a dinosaur superhero book which i thought was really cool i thought that was really fun and the second one was about an irish uh dog super cute book and that kind of informed the way that I illustrated that because I looked up traditional Irish art I tried to make it really childlike so really like it'd been colored in with a colored pencil and you know not a whole lot of really realistic rendering on that one. Oh, I see that's really cool taking it more out like outlandish a little bit you know that's what's up I mean yeah I mean you know it's like I would assume like for example like the at least in the music world like we tend to see like children's songs, they're not gonna have the most dense harmony, you know, like or the most <laughs> complex, like tuck, 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 you know, like like they're not gonna. I mean, Jeff just, Jarvis writes, man. Uh, that, Jeff Jarvis, sorry, he's, he's a jazz. Jeff Jarvis, yo meal, but but you know, like just just imagine, like it's like I I think that's also another like soft skill, you know, catering towards uh, not only the 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 
the type of a customer that you have and what they look like that's also the age too you know what i'm saying yeah don't curse whenever you're sending, whenever you're sending messages <laughs> a children's huh? book huh? don't do it don't huh? no definitely definitely yeah i got you i got your uh your document written up so where's my where's my money where's... <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ man oh my gosh oh my gosh Oh man, we're we're clowns on here. But yes. I want to say thank you so much, Tara, for being on and um, you know dealing with my buffoonery um, outside buffoonery. of outside of uh, the, the job. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then also remember, guys, I'm going to drop all of this information, or well, Ito sure. will probably be the one doing the it in the description of this video on YouTube. Yeah. Um, and then also at the beginning of the video, we we shouted out her her insta her insta and her um her uh tiktok as well it's all at tara lenning um so on instagram and on um tiktok's the same thing t-a-r-a-l-e-h-n-i-n-g all right so those of you on podcast you have no excuse now you better follow her and we will find you if you don't um i told you we have the mob you can't tell them that that's where I got this jacket. Okay. We're going to keep on going before we get in trouble um, <laughs> by the mom. But, yeah, make sure you follow her. Make sure you follow, like, all the all the good stuff. As I always say, like, you got to get on the wave. Because the wave right now, the wave's cruising, you know? The soon? Tsunami. You know? Tsunamis. 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 And tsunamis you can't really do anything about. It's already done. So you got to be very, very careful about when you get on and, and get into the stuff that she's doing because she's not going to be available forever. Um, and then also, if you enjoyed today's talk, definitely leave some comments in the description or um, below the description in the comment section um, and tell us, you know, different topics you want to hear about. If you want to hear, if you want to have her back on, I'm sure you do. I want to. Yes. Um, and really, in general, just talk to us because we love we love getting messages from you guys. When I get a message, I just go, oh, I have such a light. Oh, I love you guys too. You guys are doing great stuff. That's that's how it is. I don't do that. I don't I, do that. I know it's you like, don't do that. I know. Scroll. <laughs> I reply to every single comment. Okay. He's he's replying to the comments and he's every the only person you guys out. He's the guy with the the bad. It's like how dare you? <laughs> how says, dare you say that? Says obscene words in the the comments. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> with that being said, I'm going to pass it off to Ido to end off the rest of this episode. Cool. Well, thank you uh, again for coming to another episode of the House of Life podcast. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. What'd you learn? Tell us. Like, comment, subscribe. Put in the com email in the comment section. We want to know. And if not, obviously, you can check out the rest of our podcasts, which are on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, anywhere where you get your podcasts. In addition, you could definitely check out our short-term content, which is TikTok, YouTube Shorts, etc it's like and you know them all we're literally on everything and if you don't think that's enough value and you need some help with your own business specifically you can check out our consultation services and our other uh, services that we're going to put out this year because we have a lot i mean literally within this past week a yes, lot we are able to coach your business literally so literally go up coaches. to www.halfstep2life.com slash under the services tab and you can definitely find that stuff there. And ultimately, if you want to be on our podcast or if you just want to send us a message and tell us how much you love us, you can definitely tell us on our personal DMs on any platform. Or you can go on uh, info at halfsteptolife.com and send us an email. But I digress. My name is Ito. My name is Outthought. And I'm Tara. And remember, realism is the best.
Gotta be real, guys. <laughs> gotta be on. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. I have a whole episode on that. You gotta watch that. That's very true. We do have an episode on that. But I will see you all later. Bye.